Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Hey, welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and we have a special guest host with us today, Mr. Paul from the 5150 Cigar Tours. How you doing today, Paul? I'm doing great, Rob. Hey, man, we're glad to have you here. And uh, I know you just got back from San Antonio not long ago, so uh, I assume that you were down there doing part of the 5150 Cigar Tour. Yeah, I uh, I got a chance to, uh, when I wasn't just hanging out on the river walk, I did get around to a couple of shops. Cool, man. Tell us about what shops you went to. Well, I went to Club Humidor over on San Pedro. They, uh, they've recently remodeled it. It's, uh, man, I tell you what, it's a fantastic shop. Uh, the local people were great, very inviting. Uh, picked me up a box of uh, Punch Egg Rolls down oh, there. Oh, nice, Yeah, dude. yeah. Those were great cigars. I, I mean, for, it's good little I, smoke. In a, I mean, the, it's not a Padron. No, but no. It, but for four bucks. For, I mean, less than four bucks. Yeah. yeah well, you I bought mean, a box. So. I bought a box, and I got the discount, and the military discount. And so, yeah, I mean, it's good little smoke. Uh, still got a few left, believe it or not. Oh, no kidding. That's yeah. a shocker to me that you have some left. <laughs> I mean, you have been back for two weeks. Yes. Well, you know, you know me, a box is like four days. Right. So. That's why I'm like, wow. Uh, now, tell us about the shop. Where, where was it located? Was it close to the Riverwalk? Uh, no. The the one on San Pedro is right off of 410. Okay. Uh, so, you 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 know, you just jot on over on uh, uh, 283, 410 from the Riverwalk, and it's just a couple blocks over. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, nice shop. They've just recently remodeled. Uh, nice lounge area. Oh yeah, plenty of seating. Nice. Yeah, uh, they could check that out on my Instagram at uh, fifty one fifty cigar tour. I posted pictures on there. Okay, cool, man. Well, I was down in San Antonio, I guess, about two years ago, and I went by Fink's. And I know you told me you went by Fink's, yes. but I went to a different one. Yes. Mine was like, man, I get all turned around in San Antonio, but mine was somewhere within probably two miles of the river walk. And it was like a an old strip mall, but I mean, it was like way back from the fifties or something. And anyway, you walk in, man, the humidor. I'm just gonna guess was like forty by sixty. It was huge. Oh yeah. Well, I went to the one on West Avenue, which is just a few blocks down from San Pedro. So after I left Club Humidor, I went over to Fink's, and uh, it's in a building that looks like it was probably a doctor's office at one time. Oh, really? It's kind of built like a house. That's but, cool. Uh, but there's three rooms that are humidors. Right. They're, I mean, huge. I mean, there's no cigar you probably can't find there. Really? I mean, yeah. Wow. Uh, and, uh, I mean, and, and they have private lounge and smoked cigar there, and they also have a nice outside seating area. Nice. But, of course, it was 90 seven or eight that day so of course i smoked say, inside yeah so. yeah ac is a friend yeah, in texas yes. how long ago were you down there uh two weeks ago okay and so you went to fink's and you went to what's the name of the other one club humidor club the humidor. one on san pedro did you go to any other ones i did i went to both cigar shops down on the Riverwalk. Oh, okay uh, i didn't even know they had one on yes, the river yes there's del mar uh, which I actually got to talk to the owner. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was working that day, and he also owns the other one on the Riverwalk. Uh, 
sorry, I can't remember the name. It's something, uh, Texas something. But it's but, owned by the same guy. But it's owned by the same guy. Cool. Not a huge selection, but once again, if you're on the Riverwalk. And you don't want to leave the Riverwalk. You don't want to leave the Riverwalk. You can grab a good stick there. Nice. I mean, they had a pretty good selection for what they had. Cool. So I hear you're making a trip coming this weekend. Yes, I'm going up to Dallas. And you have a couple of shops I haven't picked which shops I'm going to, but I am going to hit at least two shops. Cool, uh, man. Because I'm only going to be there for the weekend and got some other stuff going on. So. Right. Yeah, his wife is running in a marathon. Actually, so. actually half marathon. Half, half marathon. Well, I'm sure she appreciates you pointing that out. Yes. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna be smoking while she's running, nice. to be honest with nice. you. <laughs> hey, so here's a couple of topics we're going to cover today. We're going to cover cigars on social media. We're going to cover a company that sent me some uh, sampler pack, uh, Nova Cigars. And then we're going to tell you about a new cigar app. It may not be new, but it's new to me. And then uh, we'll talk something about Trump. And then we'll talk about Hiram Solomon Cigars. So let's... Let's get to cigars on social media. I mean, what's your feeling about cigars on social media, Paul? Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm on Instagram. You're on Instagram. And, and you know, I love seeing everybody's cigars. The cigar pictures on there, uh, I mean, some of them are just really, really good. I mean, there's some really great photographers out there. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, to think of that most people are photographing those with their phone. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I photograph mine with a phone. Yeah, same know, here. Uh, I've, I haven't drugged the old uh, DSLR out in probably over a year. Yeah. And, and even not... when I did, I didn't do pictures of cigars. Right, exactly. So, but anyway, something that I want to talk about on social media, though, is uh, there's a lot of people who have become cigar influencers, and we recognize who they are. And we recognize that companies send out free cigars, which is cool. I mean, you know, several companies... <clears throat> have sent us cigars so we're happy about that but i wonder if there's some kind of level of disenchantment or distrust between your everyday smoker seeing the guys who get free cigars post them online i don't know <laughs> spoken like a true scholar there <laughs> Well, that's just something I've been thinking about because I see a lot of the same people posting a lot of the same cigars at the same time. You right. You know what I mean? That's correct. And yes. so it, it kind of tells you that, hey, man, uh, these guys are getting cigars from companies. And that's cool, man. Don't get me wrong. I love getting free cigars. I, I love when you get free cigars, yeah, cause I, Rob, because I always you always get, you get some. me up with them. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I share. And that's the same thing. I got lots of companies that send us some uh uh, different products that's not just cigars but like we got the silencer for uh from a company that it's actually not a silencer it's a cigar carry tube right and you and gave that we away. gave that away we've and given away books we've given away cutters we've given uh, away hats i mean everything that, that they that send nice, us that nice uh, oh the travel case, pack the yeah travel the pack travel from McAuliffe. that was fantastic that, that was, was nice, a nice and product. then i also sent another one away from vsb from london and so you know I love getting the new stuff so I can pass it on to the listeners of the show. Oh, and let's not forget Goodfellows. Oh. You gave away some yeah, Goodfellows stuff. I gave away two hats that they sent me. Yes. Now, they did send me a sweatshirt, and I kept that because, you know, it looked really good on me. Yeah, that's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice sweatshirt, by the way. So, anyway, so let's get over to Nova Cigars. Nova Cigars has kind of, like, taken Instagram by storm. And I'm going to say hats off to their marketing program because other than Paul, 
I don't know anybody who doesn't know who Nova Cigars is. Well, I haven't actually been on my Instagram account for about a week and a half, so uh, I'm probably getting flogged You're a little on bit there. behind. Yeah, You're a little I bit am, behind. I am. But, you know, and it's funny because that's about how fast it's taken off in the last two weeks, maybe three weeks. So, but, you know, and here's the thing. People send me cigars all the time. And if I like them, I take pictures and post them. If I don't like them, then I usually just don't say anything. You right. know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't want to bash anybody. No, no. Uh, but here's the thing. On Nova, they sent me a pack of five cigars. And the first one was great. Uh, the second one was really good. It was the Perfecto. Almost like a flying pig shape. You know, the ones like the undercrowns? Yes. So... Anyway, that was my favorite scar of the batch. And then the second one, third one, I'm not sure what they were called. But anyway, they were pretty good also. And then the fifth one was, I believe it was called the Legacy. And it was plugged. And the draw was like, you know, I tried. I, yeah, I tried. Ouch. Had a vein pop out of my forehead and right. like yeah. lost a quart of blood. But <laughs> anyway, so, and I, I really didn't think nothing of it because, you know, they were good cigars. Right. But when I posted a picture on my Instagram account of the Nova Cigars, one of the listeners to the show responded and said, there's no way those cigars are worth 30 bucks. What makes a brand new cigar company come out and think that they can charge Padron 1926 25th anniversary prices for a, a cigar company that no one's heard of until Instagram? And so I wanted to talk about that and see, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Well... <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Rob. I, I, I mean, I, I, I spend a lot of money on cigars, by the way. I know you do, yes. <laughs> and uh, But I'd have a hard time if I walked in the shop tomorrow and those cigars are sitting there and it said 30 bucks, trying it. Right. It, it, it's not, it's, a, it's, not it's, a, it's a brand you don't know. It, bingo. And the price tag, I mean, let's face it, your everyday cigar smoker, we work hard for our money. When we go splurge on a cigar, we already know what cigar we're going to exactly. splurge that kind of money on. I know what I'm going to buy at that price point. Right. I'm, I'm definitely, if I'm going to spend 30 bucks, I'm going to buy a 1926. You know, that's exactly what I buy. Matter of fact, I smoked one the other day. <laughs> and speaking about hype, I wanted to back up and talk about another cigar that was so much hype and it was really, really successful. And if you're a huge fan of this cigar, you can shoot me some hate mail and, you know, whatever. But... The Andalusian Bull, super, super hype. And the thing about it is that it was very successful. And I mean, it's, it was not a bad cigar. It was a good cigar, but it wasn't like the second coming of Jesus good. I mean, are you with me there? Or are you oh, just, yeah. Okay. Well, you, well, as you know, because you saw me buy the last two the shop had. Well, and on top and, of that, remember you bought me one for my birthday. I did. And remember what I told you happened? Yes. It unraveled. It unraveled on you. Happy birthday, Rob. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of those times where the thought counts. Mm. <laughs> but so that, that's just what I wanted to point out is how much hype comes from social media. Well, I would think, you know, if your marketing's good, you can hype a product pretty quickly. Right. If you get it into the hands of the right people who's going to just post it everywhere, and people seeing it, and now it's kind of hard to get. And I think that's where Andalusian Bull really, really tipped the scales, scales. Yeah. was because it was hyped, and then it was like, 
well, we can't hardly get those. Exactly. I mean, I had people emailing me, hey, where'd you get that? Yeah, me too. And, I did too. you know, we were fortunate at our shop to get five boxes. But at the same time, because of the shortage or at least the uh, perception Percent of, of shortage, shortage, then it was like, oh, I got to get my hands on one of those. And it was a beautiful cigar. cigar. It's one of the most beautiful cigars ever made. Right. I, I think. I mean, it, the, the unique uh, style and shape, the role was really attractive and the band was really cool. So I think they did a great job. And it, like I said, it was a good cigar. It just wasn't a cigar that I thought lived up to that type of hype. I agree. So our next subject is there's a new cigar app. Okay. Maybe it's not new, but it's new to me and it's called the cigar scanner. And the cool thing about it is you haven't seen it yet. Have you? I have not seen it. Okay. Well, the cool thing is you can basically take a picture of your cigar with the band on it and it will identify the cigar, which, you know, that's not a big deal because I can read the band. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it tells you what the wrapper is, the binder, the filler. It gives you all the information that you might not know. So that's kind of cool. And then also it keeps a track of your library of cigars. You can also do an inventory of your humidor. Well, I I would have to hide the data from my wife. (laughs) Right. And then the other thing is you can rate cigars and you can rate it, you know, I think it has five different categories, which is like draw, aroma, uh, profile, uh, I don't remember what the rest of them were. But anyway, it was funny to me because I was going through what other people had rated cigars and there was a guy that had a honey Cuban on there and he rated it four stars out of five. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I scrolled down, I was gonna leave a comment because you know, Sometimes I'm not always nice. Right. And uh, I wasn't going to be ugly. I was just going to be, you know, honest. And uh, so anyway, he had comments in there and it said, well, this really wasn't a very good cigar. And I was like, you rated it four, four stars. stars. So then I did have to leave a comment. Well, and I of said, course. I said, you know that the more stars is the better <laughs> rating. <laughs> So I probably got some hate mail in my oh, inbox well, on that will. set. We, so, we all need a little hate. Right. You know, and I, and you know, I'm real stringent on my ratings. I oh, mean, me too. I'm smoking Roma Craft, Perdomo's, my father's, and I'm giving them three to fours. Right. And if I had a 1926, it would not get a five. No. And here's the thing about that. This is what I was telling somebody else I was smoking a cigar with. If I find a cigar that's a five star, that's the perfect, right? Yes. Then I'm done. Right. The hunt's over. Right. The hunt's over. There's no more to. There's no more to smoke. <laughs> right. So that's just me. I was thinking, you know, if there's a five star cigar, it would be great to smoke it. But then, what else do you have to look forward to? Exactly. Game over. Game over. So, anyway, let's uh, shift gears here and talk about. Uh, Trump is basically putting some heavy restrictions on being able to travel to Cuba. Now, for me, I don't know about you, but I don't have any plans on going to Cuba. Uh, it's uh, it, If I take a right turn from my house, it's a long way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, for me, I'm not a big fan of Cuban cigars. I'm not either, Rob. And, and, and I think you know that because we beat that subject right. around a little bit. And so I've heard a lot of people complaining about the opportunity may be taken away to go to Cuba. And I'm like, so go to the Dominican Republic. Go to Nicaragua. Go to Honduras. These places, just like last week when we talked to Smoke and Brad, 
awesome places to go. They have these tobacco factories and farms that you can go visit. And, I mean, to me, that sounds like paradise. Oh, absolutely. So going to Cuba, it just doesn't sound that appealing to me. Now, I know some people that have gone, and they loved it. Oh, yeah, me too. But, I mean, it's not like I'm going to be sitting around the shop complaining that I can't go to Cuba because I probably wasn't going to go anyway. Well, I've been to Cuba, Rob. Oh, you have? (laughs) Yes, unfortunately (laughs) not on the other side of Cuba. (laughs) So... I was at Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. Bay. Yeah, okay. So there wasn't a lot of good cigars no, over there. No, no, no. Not at all. So I just have to ask so people will know, were you inside the cage or outside the cage? <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. There's, there's Constantina wire everywhere. <laughs> I see. So everybody's in the cage. Everybody's in the cage, but gotcha. other people are in the cage i got you uh later in the show uh after we talk about our new uh possible sponsor coming up uh bill bender joins us and he's going to give us the bender bourbon of the week oh nice and i mean if anybody knows bourbon you know bender knows bourbon bender knows bourbon yeah so i don't i don't know if you've seen his instagram but you guys gotta check him out uh it's bill bender he's uh doing a show called bender stash and we are just absolutely thrilled to have him on the show giving us the bourbon of the week so and and bill was on the show yeah uh, he was on weeks back uh probably about actually it's been about two and a half months ago wow wow time flies I, I drink and I smoke. Right. I forget things. In fact, when I was talking to him, uh, we were talking about he just played golf for the first time after he injured his ankle. Oh, well, he okay. injured his ankle the day of the show. I remember that. And he yes. told me, he's like, man, that's been three months ago. And you know what was so funny is he actually tore ligaments off of his ankle and it swelled up like a softball. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, dude, are you are you going to be able to do the show? And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. And I was like, well, don't you think you need to go to the doctor? And he was like, nah, I'm just drinking some 140 proof. Yeah, I was I was here that <laughs> night when you recorded the show. Yeah. So, yeah. And we both looked at each other. 140 proof. Yeah, Holy wow. crap, man. So I use use that to take paint off of cars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm going to tell you this right quick. And if if you guys missed it, you really missed out. But he's a huge golf fan. He used to be a pro golfer for a little while. But he was watching the Masters. And the last day, he's a huge Tiger Woods fan. So the last day, he's watching the Masters. And he's got the video camera set up of him watching the Masters. And he's sitting there in this crazy shirt, this Bill Bender hat. And you see him eating a bowl of cereal, and then he leans forward to where you can't see the cereal, sets it down, and then he picks up an apple and looks at it and then throws it out of the room because he doesn't eat fruit. And so then he pulls up this big, giant stack of pancakes. I mean, like huge, like probably like six, seven inches tall. (laughs) He takes like two or three bites of this big stack of pancakes, and then he sets that down and chases it down with a big old bourbon. Nice, nice. I have to see that video. Yeah, you will. It's it's hilarious. So, hey, before we uh, jump into Hiram and Solomon right quick, let's talk about what we're smoking tonight. Oh, what are we smoking? (laughs) We are smoking the uh, Casa Fernandez Aganorsa Leaf Miami Maduro. 
And if you guys uh, don't know that product, man, it's a great cigar. I've been waiting for these cigars all week. They don't carry them at my local cigar shop. I fell in love with them when I was in Lubbock, and they ran out. I actually smoked the last one in Lubbock. So I came home, talked to our shop. Hopefully, we're going to start carrying them soon. But we didn't have them, so I went online and found a smoking deal on these cigars. If you're interested, shoot me a message, hit me up, and I'll turn you on to this sweet deal. It was like 80 bucks for 25 of these bad boys anyway it's a good cigar it's a great I'm cigar i'm enjoying it yeah so anyway and we're drinking tonight where's the bottle i don't want to tell anybody wrong we're drinking the uh, jim beam bonded uh, it's a hundred proof bourbon uh so far i've enjoyed it as yeah, well good cheers and uh so anyway uh, we've been talking to Hiram and Solomon. Uh, they're looking at sponsoring the show, and I'm really excited about that because if we get a, a real sponsor, I want that sponsor to be somebody that I love their smokes. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So uh, we, we've been in talks with them, and we're super excited about the possibility. And as far as their cigars go, I don't know if you've had the Traveling Man, but, man, I love the Traveling Man. It's, my, it's one of my favorite cigars. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, David Blanco is actually the blender for Hiram and Solomon. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and I don't know if you smoke any of the Blanco cigars. I have. Okay, and I, I love his work. Uh, he makes, in fact, it was Cigar of the Week probably about three or four weeks ago. He makes the uh, Liga Exclusiva for Blanco. And I just found out recently that he's the blender for the Hiram Solomon. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's a double whammy for me. Absolutely. So, anyway, we're real excited about their cigars. We're big fans. And so, anyway, man, let's get to Bill Bender, and we will be right back after his interview. Hey, so it's time for Bill Bender's Bourbon of the Week. How you doing today, Bill? good man how you doing man we're doing fantastic we're uh sitting on the edge of our seat waiting to hear what the bourbon of the week is yeah well uh it's a it's it's a good one man it's, it's, it's actually one of my personal favorites and you know like all whiskey you know people who love one thing they don't you know they don't like another and then vice versa you know one one man's trash is another man's treasure but the one that i want to talk about today is a bottom shelfer it's one that you could pair with any cigar because it's not that overpowering, you know, uh, hazmat bourbon or any kind of whiskey. It's J.W. Dant Bottle and Bond. Bottle and Bond, J.W. Dant. J.W. Dant. I've never had that one. I've never heard of that one. It's a, it's like $22 bottle. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing fancy. It's just, you know. It's just a, it's a, I call it a, a bottom shelf whiskey, but a bourbon, but it's good. You know, it's a hundred proof. It's nice. four years old, nice. you know, cause it has to be, Yeah. but, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of oak to it and, and, and you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's just a good flavor. You know, it, it's not over overpowering. There's, there's not that many, uh, crazy things going on. It's just a literally it's, it's an everyday drinker. Nice. And, uh, and, um, you could pair it with any cigar you want. So you don't have to worry about it. Like, is this going to overpower the whiskey or is this whiskey going to overpower the cigar? It's one or the other. So Nice. So you can just pour yourself a drink and fire up whatever cigar you happen to be smoking that time. Exactly. Well, that's awesome, man. Who makes it? Uh, Heaven Hill, actually. It's a it's a Heaven Hill product. And Heaven Hill's got a million different labels like uh, Buffalo Trace and all those all those you know, giant conglomerates. But, uh, but, yeah, Heaven Hill makes it. It's one of their one of their lower uh pours but they have other bottled and bond stuff so if you want to start out with you know like a gateway bottled and bond whiskey 
it's going to be the JW Dan. And then they have an Evan Williams bottle and bond. It's the white label with the hundred proof. That's that would be like the next step. If you're going to keep it in the Heaven Hill family. Awesome, man. Well, hey, dude, we appreciate you giving us the bourbon of the week, and uh, just tell everybody. Uh, we love your Instagram. If you guys don't know uh, Bill on Instagram, man, he's always entertaining us with golf stuff, liquor, booze, and uh, cigars. So uh, keep up the good work there, man. And we look forward to hearing what you got for us next week, brother. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take care, Bill. Bye-bye. See ya. Hey, you just want to say thanks so much to Bill Bender for providing us the bourbon of the week. Coming up next after the break, uh, we're going to be doing an interview with uh, the Warfighter owners. Great company. There are a couple of vets that put together a really cool cigar. It's a good cigar. Oh, and that's also done by Blanco. He does the oh, blending for them as I well. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, right? He's all over wow. the place. He's like the... Uh, Watch out, AJ. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, you stick with us through the uh, break, and we will be right back. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We appreciate you hanging with us through the break. And now we've got the interview that we've been promising you with Warfighter Cigar founder and owners, John and Scott. So let's get to it. So we've got a couple of special guests with this week. Uh, we've got John and Scott from Warfighter Tobacco Company. They uh, make the uh, line you've probably heard of. They're growing really fast. Uh, they're a couple of veterans, and they decided to make cigars. So we're going to have them here in the studio and get their story. How you guys doing today? Good. Doing well. Good, man. Uh, so let's talk about how you guys got together and decided to do a line of cigars. All right. <laughs> It's, uh, it's kind of a little bit of a long story, but we were, uh, I was hanging out with, uh, I guess the idea came when I was hanging out with the uh, guys from uh, Article 15 and Ranger Up, and they made a movie called uh, Range 15. Uh, happened to be able to hang out on the set and, and film that with them, and uh, as, you know, it was a bunch of veteran-owned companies that helped out with that, and, and I got to meet a lot of veteran entrepreneurs and stuff, and it kind of just... Uh, planted the seed in my head that you know I wanted a product that was a consumable that we could market and brand our own and um, and it was kind of like well what am I going to do and it ended up being cigars so oh that's cool so did you smoke cigars uh, back when you were in the military yeah I mean that's kind of the whole you know where the origins of warfighter is you know hey you know what what uh what cigar did you smoke when you're in the military you know most that's there's a lot of guys, especially, you know, post 9-11 with how many, uh, you know, service members have, have been deployed since then. Um, and then the percentage of those people that have had their first cigar ever when they were deployed overseas. And the majority of the times you guys, oh, what would you smoke? What was your first cigar when you were over there? And like, oh, I got, I got a Cuban. Like, oh, it wasn't a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, but, you know, so we wanted to give a brand, you know, like, hey, what cigar did you smoke? Oh, Warfighter. You know, we wanted to give a brand that would not be forgotten amongst, mm. you know, us. So yeah. That's cool. And you guys served together. We did, yep. Awesome. So where did you guys go together outside the country? Uh, so we, we've been to Iraq. Uh, we were there for the initial invasion in 03. Yeah, 03, 04. Yeah. And uh, before that, I think we were in the Army. 
I was there a little bit before John, and I think you got there, what, in 2001? 2001. Cool. Uh, so what kind of cigars do you get when you're in the military overseas? Anything you can get? Now you can... It's way different. Like, when we were, we were there in 2003, like, we didn't really have internet. Yeah. We, we didn't have cell phones. Really? Cigars for warriors well, didn't exist. There was no, We didn't uh, have any infrastructure when we were over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was, like, the initial invasion. Everyone, you know, now you talk to people, and they're like, oh, I was on, you know, FOB this or COP that or, you know, whatever. And we were like, yeah, we took any government building we could find, <laughs> and that's where we slept that yeah, night. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what year did y'all get out? I got out at the beginning of 2007. I got out in 05. Yeah, August 05. Okay. And y'all were both from Nebraska? No. Oh, okay. No, we, we, I'm from Nebraska. We met in, uh, uh, in the service, and yep. then we, we parted ways for a long time yeah. until we, our platoon started having platoon reunions. Uh, and then that's when, when we got hooked back up. And, and then at that time, I owned a gun shop, and... I got drunk one night, and I need to come sell guns with you. <laughs> and then I was drunk, too, and then the next day we were kind of sober, and we're like, hey, were you serious? Because I'm serious. And and uh, yeah. then John showed up at SHOT Show one year and, and worked at the gun shop with me for until Warfighter started. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. so nice wh- where was the gun shop located at? Uh, just outside of Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, man. So. Uh, like I said, I was up there uh four weeks ago and went by Paul's Cigar Lounge in Hastings and he's the one who turned me on to your guys' product Mm -hmm. and I was real impressed with it. I had heard about it but I had never smoked one because I hadn't come across them and I went in there and I think half of his humidor is warfighter stuff. So, (laughs) yeah, great lounge if you get a chance to go by Hastings, Nebraska, by the way. Uh, Paul's just a great host. His wife uh, also is a great host and just everybody over there is great to be around and uh, just a real solid cigar community. So, anyway, so how did you guys actually get into the cigar i mean it's one thing to talk about it when you're having a good drinking time one night but how did you actually step into it so uh our other partner chris uh he uh him and i kind of started the company together and uh i i kind of had the idea chris had a little bit more cigar knowledge and and knew a couple people in the industry and uh and then uh we made every mistake in the book to start because none of us uh, we're in the cigar industry at, at any point at, for any, I mean, we just had zero knowledge. Yeah. And so we went through a middleman that got us uh, cigars out of the Dominican, uh, just so we could kind of prove the concept, started on our own website. Once we started to have any traction and growth, the quality of the cigars kind of went away and he couldn't keep up. We were selling them faster than our supplier. So we, we figured out how to cut out the middleman and go right to the factory in Nicaragua. And so now all of our cigars are Nicaraguan and nice. Yeah, and, and we're still learning, but we're we're quick learners. Learning about trial and error. I've heard several stories about people who are pretty new to the cigar business get in, and it always comes down to the middleman. You got to get rid of the middleman. Got to get rid yes. of the middleman. Yep. So Absolutely. have you guys been down to Nicaragua? Yes, we have. Yep. How was that? It was awesome. I I love Nicaragua. Went down there a couple times to to do some blending and and that kind of stuff. And uh, I tell you what, if I could live in Nicaragua. I really enjoyed it. The people are good. The food's um, amazing. Food's amazing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you eat when you're down there? Just curious. I, I had the best smoked chicken I've ever had in my entire <laughs> really? life at a little Cuban restaurant in Esteli. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and like, because, you know, the reason that the, the tobacco is so good in Nicaragua is the volcanic soil, the elevation. Well, because of that, all the, the fruit is just 
amazing. So everything grows. It's it's Garden of Eden. <laughs> it's, pretty much. Yeah. It's, wow. It's, yeah, really good. Well, I've heard about a lot of guys going down there, and uh, actually one of the guys that I interviewed last week went to Honduras and took a tour over there of Don Julio's uh factory and he was telling me about the different soil versus especially here in west texas where it's just you know dirt yeah (laughs) but uh i've always wanted to go to nicaragua i've heard great things uh the old owner here at the leaf bill he went down there to a tour of the perdomo factory and he just said you know it's so amazing seeing those people actually work the fields the factory side of it rolling and aging and you know that's what we try to tell people you know here you're like oh this cigar is expensive well, when you break it down and you see it, you know, in Nicaragua, the seed is hand planted. You know, everything's, every, there's, there's 400 steps that are all done by hand. If right. that cigar was made in the United States, it'd probably cost three to $400. That's exactly what Brad told me last week. He was like, after taking the tour, I'll never complain about a price of a cigar again. Because <laughs> it really is. I mean, it takes a, it takes a lot of passion to get from seed to cigar on the shelf here at the States. Oh, absolutely. And really, if you think about it, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, they are. I mean, you know. For for the amount of work that goes into one cigar. Right. You know. Yeah. So tell us about your line of cigars. Uh, So we got six different blends that are kind of our core line. Uh, We have, I guess, what we call our field line and our garrison line. And uh, so we did that. Just because you know we were marketing to strictly military people when we started, and you know everybody understands garrison is like when you're not in the field, you're you know back at, at the base and you're, you're working your, your normal job, and then um, the field is uh, you know like you put your camouflage uniform on, you go out in the field, and uh, so that we have a little bit more um, you know kind of a, a camouflage band, if you will, and subdued, uh, subdued band, yeah, and uh, you know the the field line is geared. It's a little bit lighter of a blends, um, lighter flavor profiles. Yeah, and then the Garrison line's a little bit bolder. Uh, we kind of did that on purpose. Um, guys that are deployed overseas, you don't really want them sitting in a guard shack smoking like a triple Ajero. Right, know, a knock a, you on your ass. Yeah, getting right. a nicotine buzz, and he's supposed to be you know guarding a thousand guys. Right. So <laughs> that's why uh, the field line's a little bit you know milder. Um, they still have really good flavors. I mean each. Uh, each blend that we have is, you know, unique. There aren't two that are, that are close or similar to each other. Okay. Um, even though we have, like, we have two Maduros. Our 50 cal field is a, a more of a medium body Maduro. Uh, and then our 50 cal garrisons and a Scuro Maduro. Um, but even when you're smoking them, like the flavor profiles between the two are, are, are drastically different. Like, you know, they're two completely different cigars. Yeah. That, that was the first one I had was the field 50 cal Maduro. Yeah. And I was impressed with it. And I smoke a lot of cigars. Yeah. And I imagine you guys do too. I mean, do you smoke cigars all day? I've, I've had a couple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I was at a uh, shop not long ago doing an interview, and they were, like, uh, talking about the three cigars the guy had smoked the day before, and I was like, three cigars? I smoked that by lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you go to the trade show, and you smoke 20 oh in a day. God. Oh, man. Or, or you go down to Nicaragua, and you blend, and you your palate's just like what, what happened yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i heard that when you're down there in nicaragua i mean you're just smoking one after the next and yeah pretty much and uh, talk about fresh yeah i think the first three days i was down there uh i literally had a cigar in my mouth from when i woke up i walked out of my hotel room and lit a cigar went to breakfast smoked the whole time and then i had just a cigar going the entire day all the way until like 
two o'clock in the morning, I went to sleep. Yeah, you know, so there's probably 15, 20 cigars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't think I've ever hit 15 in a day. I, I think probably my max has probably been about 11. So, <laughs> Have you gone to IC, IPCPR? I have not yet. So you will that day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to doing that. You guys have been actually in the cigar business now for about how long? Uh, about three, a little over three years. And your main operation was in Nebraska. That's correct. We, uh, you know, we uh, we were just outside of Lincoln in a, in a small town called Bennett, um, and that's because that's where my gun shop was. Okay. You know, when we started it, the uh, the idea was the cigar company would kind of augment my gun company. Uh, and then in three years' time, I've now sold my gun company so that I could focus on on, on warfighters. So cool, man! Uh, yeah. And so, what were you doing before? Uh, before the guns? Yes. Um, I was actually living in Europe. Oh, uh, I was working on a military base over there. And before that, I was in Arizona, and I was a mechanic. I wrenched on Harleys and Hondas and nice all that fun stuff. So now you've moved down to San Antonio. Yeah, we've moved our uh, our headquarters down to San Antonio. Uh, Nebraska likes its taxes just a little bit too much. And I've heard they're going up. It, they're trying yeah, to yeah. go up, yeah. Yeah. So. I was. I don't know if you've ever been to the shop in Omaha called the uh, Safari Cigar Lounge. Yeah. Great lounge. Great lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I went by there and interviewed uh, the owner there, and he was telling me that they were protesting possible 65% increase. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to put a 50-cent cap on it. Yeah, um, I heard they were trying to do that. Hopefully the two of them at least cancel each other out or something. something i don't know right yeah so why did you pick san antonio uh so san antonio is uh it's kind of like the veteran veteran capital of the united states there's there's more veterans in san antonio than you know per capita than any other city really um, so it was kind of a toss-up between texas and florida um texas or excuse me uh florida's cost of living is a little bit more uh expensive just because you're you know, if we go to Florida, we're going to want to live on the on the coast. Absolutely, that's yeah. just yeah the way my bank account's set up. Uh, that's not going to happen. Well, I was, I, <laughs> you know, and I was going to say, I'm just, and I don't want to offend you, but you guys look more like Texas guys than you do. Yeah, Florida guys. I was, was going to say, you know, the, the other problem with Florida, not to offend people in Florida, but you, you guys have the Florida Man News, you know, and, and there's some weird people down there. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it is like the capital of cigars of America. In it is. Florida. It is. Yeah. Zero so tax on it. I've I mean, met a bunch of great people from Florida, mm-hmm. and that's been super impressive. But to live that lifestyle, you guys don't really fit the look of uh, <laughs> yeah. wearing a, uh, what do you call it, uh, Speedo on the beach. <laughs> ah, Scott would totally wear a Speedo on the beach. <laughs> well, enough Florida Canyon. We'll, we'll get there someday. Right. <laughs> yeah. So how's things going in San Antonio? Uh, good. You know, we've been there about two months. Uh, I'm still trying to get my household in Nebraska so I can come down and help John. He's been running everything, so I'll kind of let him speak to that. But. Uh, it's going really good. Um, we uh, All the shops that are down there are happy that we're in the area. Um, you know, it, it's super easy to do events and, and nice. hang out. Um, and uh, the shop itself, it's still kind of a, a work in progress. Sure. Um, we're trying to finalize getting everything built out how we want it and, and set up. Um, and it's more of our warehouse and fulfillment center, so we do all of our, our all of our shipping out of there yeah. and, and, you know, all that all that kind of stuff. So it's not yeah. really a... Yeah. Well, we planned it out really good. Um, when uh, we were moving stuff, you know, down from Nebraska to Texas pretty much throughout the month of January while we were waiting on permits and licensing and all that. So the only thing we couldn't bring down here is the actual cigars. Well, I was uh, going to say, if you needed a place to store your cigars, your, your I've got a place. <laughs> 
Um, but no, it's really nice because uh, like in our transition from Nebraska to Texas, uh, we were we were down for fulfill on the fulfillment side of the company for one day, and that was on a Sunday, and we couldn't do fulfillment anyways because there's right. no postal services work. Uh, so then next morning, Monday morning, uh, you know, we were good to go. Everything was getting shipped and orders were getting fulfilled, you know, business as usual. So, uh, you know, from the, the consumer, customer, or, uh, you know, brick and mortar standpoint, it it was just like, oh, they're they're in Texas now, but, it you know, nobody noticed any nobody difference. Nobody changed, just, right. You know, so I'm going to assume that the cigar shops in San Antonio are meeting you guys with arms wide open. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean... As you guys were telling me earlier, you know, Nebraska's got that open arms. Everybody's just real friendly. Right, Texas yeah. is pretty much the same way. Yeah. So when I was up in Nebraska, I was just like, wow, these are friendly people. The one thing I will say, though, is I stayed in uh, uh, Broken Bow, and there's no places to smoke in Broken Bow. And there's an old hotel downtown on the corner that was built in, like, 1903, and they've completely redone it just like it was originally. And there's this one big room room and it's called the cigar room but you can't smoke in it oh, that's, that's and i was like man that sucks <laughs> but the night i checked into my hotel i was like uh hey is there a place here i can hang out and drink some coffee and smoke cigars and the girl was like oh we don't smoke in broken bow we like our clean air <laughs> and i said well i'm from texas and we like our personal rights <laughs> so i don't know if that went over very well but you know i'm all about my personal rights i'm that's an adult funny. yeah so what shops are you hanging out in uh, San Antonio? Uh, Mams. Mams. Um, Mams. Uh, Mams Cigar Shop. It's uh, just outside of uh, Randolph Air Force Base. Okay. Um, veteran-owned shop. Veteran-owned shop. Oh, nice. Uh, really cool clientele that comes in there. Um, you know, like we, we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, being in a shop and having uh, people, you know, engaged uh, with you while you're in there. Right. Um, that's one of those shops where... You know, you walk in there and everybody, you're just going to immediately pretty much have a conversation with everyone that's in that shop. That's great, man. We, um, we talk about the uh, brotherhood, the community all the time. And with cigars, it's like we all have one thing in common. We love cigars. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of give everyone some respect just because you're in that brotherhood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't really know. I, I was never in the military, so also thank you for your service. But not being in the military the best brotherhood that i know of is being in the cigar brotherhood right. you know what i mean because yeah. everybody's just open and friendly and taking you in and so we did a whole episode about that last week right yeah. so uh another, we, another good shop in uh, that we hang out at is redlands quite a bit so. i've heard of that one in fact yeah. uh the there's a uh, cigar community down in san antonio that has a san antonio cigar club and right. the president of that club invited me down to that that shop oh, okay so nice. we'll probably be coming down there and i think in june outside of those two we really haven't had time to get out and about yet not really huh so as soon I went as to as soon as i get down there we'll we'll take turns going out and yeah and getting to know everybody right now it's a yeah. being shorthanded so yeah that's cool so what do y'all have coming up in the next few months y'all doing events y'all uh, have any special things going on so we got we got a bunch of events coming up uh a bunch of random shops um, we try to keep keep them posted and updated on our social media as, as uh, much as we can. Um, just putting out information, dates, times, locations, things like that. What I was saying earlier before uh, we started the show, you guys do a great job on social media. I didn't know they were experts in the field. I wouldn't call us oh, experts well, by on, any man. means. <laughs> we're just not terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm not terrible. I would say you guys are experts. But uh, 
anyway, man, if you get a chance, go by and check out their Instagram, uh, Warfighters. Warfighter Tobacco. Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, you're doing a great job on your Instagram account. So if you want to reach out to them, they're real accessible on their messages. They answer you right back. Uh, what about on Facebook or Twitter? Or- Same thing, Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, we don't do a lot of tweeting. Or- we have a tw- Twitter. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. we have a Twitter. Um, I think you just repost what we've posted on Instagram, though, or something. Uh, I think we, well, one of our other partners, Brian, is uh, he's he's a little bit more technologically advanced than we were when we started when we set everything up in the in the beginning. Okay, uh, and so he was like, "Oh, we need a Twitter," and Scott's like, "A, a what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Not Twitter, Twitter." Yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, we have, we have a Twitter. Um, usually, our it's just uh, like reposts of whatever we have on Instagram or Facebook, uh, just because we don't understand Twitter yet. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm on it, but I I just post, hey, there's a new show up. You know, <laughs> I just I just I'm there to read the tweets. So yeah, that's mainly what I do. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of interesting things going on that yeah. I don't keep up with, and right. I get on there and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. So. Uh, so you guys are doing an event here at the Leaf in Abilene this week. You got anything going on next week? Um, I think next week is, I don't think so. I know on the 25th, we have a North, North Texas Cigar Society. Uh, we're we're going to be involved with that. Cat, and then Cats Fest is coming up. The 26th. We have Where's a, that at? It's just outside Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember the name. It's a smaller town. Uh, that's I think that's Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. It's like a three-day thing. Yeah. Oh, nice. The 26th of this month, we have an event at, at Redland okay. uh, in San Antonio. Now I heard that's a really big shop. They, uh, yeah, they got a really nice, like, like open, well, I wouldn't really say open. There's a roof and right, walls right. and stuff. But it's a... Uh, Open-sized room. Yeah, open-sized room, and it's really big. It's just one, like, they have their humidor. You can walk in, and they have their, their you know, members lounge area. You go through the back door, and it's just this big open... Um, kind of like a warehouse, yeah, kind of warehouse ish, but they have really, you know, Food they got shuffleboard nice and yeah. all kinds of cool stuff in there. Yeah. yeah, the president of the San Antonio Club was telling me, I think he said it, the lounge area was like 2,500 square yeah. feet, which yep. is huge. Yep. Yeah, so actually, we, we swung up there last night, uh, just to stop in and say hi. Uh, and we happened to go in there the night they were doing a a crawfish boil. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we walk in, they have a table with just mounds of... Like, here, eat. All right, I will. <laughs> you eat crawfish? Yeah. I didn't know if people from Nebraska ate crawfish. <laughs> they might not, but I do. <laughs> I'm kind of a fat guy. He, he, likes, to live, he likes to live dangerously sometimes. Uh, now, where are you from, John? Uh, originally, I'm from Boston. Okay. Uh, but I've lived all over the place. You didn't live there too long, did you? I did. Uh, I lived there until I was about 17. And we I don't just, hear that accent. No, I... I did everything in my power I could to get rid of it. <laughs> I lived there until I was about 17. I joined the military right after I graduated high school when I was 18. Uh, was Moved around with that, got out, moved around afterwards. Uh, I went back to Boston, actually, 2007 to 2010. You know, because when you're younger, everything's fun. Right. So when I got older, I'm like, oh, Boston was amazing. I'm going to move back there. And after about the third winter, I'm like, get me out of this state. <laughs> I'm all done. <laughs> right. Now you're in Texas. You won't get snow down there hardly ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. So, about yeah. That. Everyone's like, oh, just wait till the summer. I'm like, I can't wait. Like, no, it's miserable. I'm like, nope. Go, go spend a winter in Nebraska. Right. Tell me how miserable your summer is. <laughs> so what I was going to ask you is, did you find, or did you smoke cigars back when you were in Boston? Uh, the second time. The okay. first time I was underage, so no. Ah. Uh, but yeah, because I, I know you wouldn't break the law, right? But <laughs> no, that's uh, that's actually how I got started into smoking cigars. Um, I was uh, about 14 years old, uh, and then my buddy, a uh, good friend of mine, same age, his older brother, uh, I think he was 19, 
he had a uh, a Buick Grand National, which at the time was like the most amazing yeah, car I've ever yeah. seen in my entire life. And so he was like the coolest person in the entire world to me. Like at 1986? Yeah. Yeah. And he smoked cigars. And so we used to like scrounge up our quarters and he'd go up on, they probably were like whatever single <laughs> dollar cigars you could get, but he'd, you know, get cigars for us and we'd go hang out and smoke cigars. And that's like how I started, you know, smoking just because I, this guy had a Grand National and he was the coolest kid in the world. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and, man. Uh, but then cigars just stuck with me. Uh, you know, and then once you get in the military and it's kind of second nature with the, you know the jobs that we had so and is that where you started in the military or did you yeah. smoke cigars before that uh no i probably smoked cigarettes before that but uh no the military i i quit smoking cigarettes when i got in the military which well, is I weird say, I, I never knew that you smoked cigarettes yeah and then uh and then oh. yeah in the military I started smoking cigars and not a lot you know it wasn't something i really really took to until probably after I got out of the military. Mm. Yeah, I smoked cigars probably for about two or three years, just random, you know, yeah. not anything where I really got it. But then once the light comes on, yeah. you're like, yeah. now I got to have yeah. a cigar all the time. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you guys joining the show, and I know that you guys are going to do great things uh, with the uh, Cigar for Warriors. Man, I have a link on my webpage for that as well, and I will put a link on our webpage that uh, connects to you guys' website. And so if you guys ever need anything from us, feel free to reach out, man. We'll be here for you. Absolutely. We appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks for joining the show. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having us on. Hey, man, we really appreciate John and Scott stopping by and interviewing with us. Uh, We do love their cigars, and uh, I'm just thrilled to find out that Blanco blends for them as well. So, anyway, let's talk about what's coming up next week. We do have uh, Terrence Riley on the show. He is the vice president of the Aganorsa Leaf, which is the smoke we just happen to be smoking tonight. Absolutely. Shows how much I love their cigars. Then let's talk about my regular soapbox that I talk about every week, and it is join... Cigar Rights of America. If you haven't done it yet, it's 25 bucks. They send you two cigars and there's now you have a voice speaking on your behalf as a cigar smoker, part of the community when it comes to the politicians that do not have our best interest. And Paul, you're a member, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it it takes like five minutes to sign up, send them in 25 bucks and you get cigars. So, I mean, shoot, man, I got two edge cigars. That's probably worth about 15 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, basically 10 extra bucks for someone to be speaking up for you. And then uh, let's talk about the uh, legislation again. Uh, you know, they're talking about raising the age to be able to use tobacco to 21. You know, I complete, we talked about that last week. I'm completely against it. But I also heard that they're wanting to make an amendment to it that if you serve you can smoke cigars. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> now, well, I served, so I guess right, I can right. smoke, but, right? But, you know, what's crazy about that, either you're an adult or you're not. Well, and that's the crazy thing about it. I mean, where do we set the line for adult? Right. Is it 18? Is it 21? And then, and then, at the same time, the same people proposing these want to make it allowed for you to vote at the age of 16. Well, they want you to be allowed <laughs> to vote if you're in prison. Right. Anyway, that's a whole nother. Oh, man, we we, won't even go there. We're not going to go there. But anyway, uh, also this week, Select Draw Cutters has provided us a couple of cutters. So we're going to be giving those away again this week. If you haven't seen those, go by my uh, Instagram. Uh, They're great cutters. Uh, I love them. I think they're a really cool piece. It looks like a 
a bishop or something for a chess piece. It's really nice looking. Anyway, uh, and we're going to change up. We're not going to do Cigar Talk trivia anymore. So all you guys that were enjoying that, sorry we're taking it away. We're going to do a new contest. And the way it's going to work is you take a picture of yourself smoking a cigar and then use the hashtag light em up crew. It's hashtag light em up crew. So it's L-I-T-E-E-M-U-P crew. So anyway, what we're going to do on that is the six most popular pictures on that hashtag for the week. We'll take those six, put them in a drawing, and two of those people will win Select Draw Cutters. And so we want to say thank you again to Select Draw Cutters for being gracious enough to send those to us. And then uh, the last thing we want to talk about is the Spoonie Network has invited us to be a part of their network. And if you guys haven't heard of them, you can go uh, just Google them, the Spoonie Radio, and you'll find out what they're about. Uh, up until now, they've been doing like foods and cooking and different things like that. You know, like a foodie. They've wanted to add some content to their network, their radio uh, programming, and they've actually asked us to join so that they can now have a cigar show. So we're That's thrilled. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, and yeah. it's not just on their network. It's also part of iHeartRadio. So we'll be, you know, reaching a few more people, which is going to be cool. And so we're looking forward to that. We're thankful for that opportunity. Just want to say thank you to Paul. Uh, thank you for being here, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. And uh, if anybody wants to check out my Instagram account, I promise I'm going to get back on there after my little vacation. But uh, that's uh, 5150 Cigar Tour. You know, I'm going around the shops. I'm trying to hit 51 shops in Texas this year. Next year's the a big one right i'm going nationwide you better start working out i i know <laughs> I, know. I need to i need to sober up so i can drive <laughs> <laughs> anyway man it's been a great show i i appreciate you so much for filling in tonight and i'm sure we're going to have you back on it's always a treat to have you oh absolutely and, uh, thanks for having me oh man we, we love it when you come hang out with us and smoke and now have the bourbon anyway uh you guys have a great week and we will see you next week until next time stay smoky my friends <laughs>